Well, hello and welcome to Dwell Hello, the Watch What Crappens House Hunters episode. I'm, or podcast. I'm Ronnie. That's Ben over there. Hi, Ben. Hey, Ronnie. What's up? Not much. How's everybody doing out there? How was your holidays? How's your new year going? Going well. Just trying to stay warm. Even in LA, it gets cold and trying to stay safe. That's that's the most important thing. We want everyone to be safe. And I never feel safer than when I talk about House Hunters. Yeah, so here we are with House Hunters. We are trying to end the season. We've got two more episodes left, including this one. So we're trying to end with a couple of internationals because we've been severely lacking in our international representation here. And that's my favorite one. That's that's the one that I watch normally. I, mm-hmm. I watch that one over the normal House Hunters. What's your fave? What's your fave? Um, I don't know if I have a favorite. I mean, I like them both. I, I, I wind up getting drawn into both of them. I mean, the international one has the added aspect of getting to see these far-flung locales and seeing what, what it's like to live and what the apartments are like in these other places, these houses. And it's always so remarkable to see how different uh, things are in terms of like size and space and amenities. Um, so that's really fun. But actually, sometimes it like it makes me uneasy because it's it's always like, oh, okay, we found this house for you and it's like a hallway with like a light bulb in it and that's it. And you're like, oh, oh. sometimes I want to go back to seeing just like blatant American excess in like Indiana or something. Wow, you sound like the husband in this episode. I sure um, do. Who needs his American I just want a double garage. I mean, is that so much to ask? So everybody, this is House Hunters International, Volume 4, Season 107, Episode 8. Okay, how's that for a mouthful? We found this on Discovery Plus, and the title of the episode is South African Stardom. And the way we're finding these is we're just putting the title in. South African Stardom, put it in there, and then look under episodes, and boom, you can find it. Okay? Yeah. And um, this one starts off with the narrator, Linda, saying, Quinn is returning to her roots. After 10 years in the Golden State, she's returning to the City of Gold. And I am coming back to be the same character. Oh, sorry. That was, I was like, what is Linda saying? Linda's going off script. No, that was... Um, that was she's coming like, back to play the same character, and I'm coming back to steal her fucking role. Good luck, <laughs> bitch. I got a second callback for her role, but I guess they wanted the original, whatever that means. <laughs> yeah, so Quinn is coming back to South Africa to star in a television show that she starred in before. So that means you guys get to listen to this terrible Robin Leach accent for the rest of the episode. Congratulations. You all win. Yeah, um, yeah. Quinn is like a soap star in South Africa. And then... Um, and she says uh, a lot of things like this as they walk through the town in the, like, coming up in two minutes uh, part of this episode. She says... Look, we're crossing the road. Oh, that's how we do it in South Africa. Look at that. That's a tree. Want to climb it? That's how we do it in South Africa. She's very much one of those people. Yeah, she sort of has like a light Sigourney Weaver essence to her, but obviously nowhere near the same, you know, grandeur. Statue, yeah, the same aliens as a... But however, next to her husband, she seems like five Sigourney Weavers because this guy is like an American dunce. And he's just like the most American doofus you could ever imagine. 
He is. He looks like um, Elaine's boss on Seinfeld. I don't know if he, if that's too weird. You actually pointed Mr. out Pitt. that he has, uh, yeah, the big guy. He's kind of like Mr. Big looking from, you know, no offense, um, from <laughs> Sex in the City, but kind of with a goofier face. And as you pointed out to me as we were watching this, he has Austin Kroll lips from, yeah. he has like Austin Kroll movement in his mouth. He definitely, he has like big Austin Kroll energy and like, um, a mouth that's too wide for his face. So, which is not his fault, but it just sort of really sets the tone of like what you can expect with this kind of guy. It's not a, it's not a flaw. It's a feature. And the feature gives insight to the personality, which is a flaw. Now, Quinn comes out uh, off as a very good person in this. Like she comes off as a sweet lady, just going to live her dreams. But this had me worried because this big doof is like, oh, I met Quinn in South Africa. And two years later, we were married. Now, Quinn did it right. Right. Like old school, like you date the guy two years. And that's, I think, kind of what your what moms teach you to do. Right. You wait till you. How would you still marry this fucking idiot? After knowing him for two years, I mean, I could understand if you, I don't know, you got pregnant the first night you met or something and you just, you married him and then you found out what a doof he was. But to know this man for two years and then still marry him, bad life choices. And you are a celebrity. Like, and this is the guy you're going to do. You're going to, like, you're going to, you're going to choose, you're going to date, you're going to marry Arliss for crying out loud. Like, why? <laughs> this is totally unnecessary for her. Like, she needs to really, like, I want to know why she doesn't think she can do better. Yeah. Um, also, their daughter wears a princess tiara the entire episode. Okay. Mm. Th- those are some other bad life choices. And the and, prop and your daughter needs is a broom or your son. <laughs> I, I want to see a child with Windex and some paper towels. That's what I want to see. And, you know, this guy also, we see in this intro where they sort of show snippets of the show, he goes, well, Quinn's not going to be the only one working. I'm going to be home with the girls. And if we're moving halfway around the world, I want it all. So he's the sort of guy who when she says i have this very special unique opportunity to res- take like play this role again on tv i think we should go for it and i get to be by my family he's like sure i agree to that but now i'm going to lord this over you for the rest of our lives cuz everything is conditional like well i gave everything up i was promoted at the ford dealership i was promoted and i'm giving it all up for you like he just keeps doing that yeah. the whole episode i'm like so you're not, you're not hot space. enough to pull that yeah. yeah he's he's not and it's also just shitty because she moved across the world for him you know yes but i think in his mind it's like well america but you got to come to america but i'm going to shitty south africa that's his attitude the whole time you know he's like oh this is gross and she keeps saying things like well you've got to get used to the south african style of living like it's something less than now i don't know i've never been to south africa but he's a shithead for making me feel that way okay and i'm not even in this relationship and i'm very resentful and you know that he pulled one on her by the way you know how he got her to san diego he probably said to her oh yeah you know i mean you're here in 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 johannesburg on a soap opera but you know we're really you know Hollywood is where it's at, and that's just up the road from San Diego. He <laughs> yes. probably made it sound like San Diego and Hollywood, like you just it's do a it. It's part a of L.A. Commute. Right. No, that is three hours <laughs> without traffic, maybe two and a half without traffic. But he, you know he sold her the California thing, like she'll be able to act. He said La Jolla Playhouse, so they got to be in all that. And she thought this was going to be a career move. And then she realized very quickly it was like going to the zoo, and that was it. <laughs> 
So she tells us, I was considered a bit of a celebrity in South Africa because I was on a show called Sedanalong, which translates to Seventh <laughs> Avenue. You know, I was part of the first cast. It was so incredible. But after five years on the show, I wanted to get away. So I moved to San Hollywood Diego, is what he told me. <laughs> and I gave all that up to become a full time mother. So, uh, yeah, uh, she Hollywood says, Walk of Shells. <laughs> What I what I saw, not one audition. All right. What did I sacrifice when I moved to America with Ryan? Well, at the time, I didn't feel like a sacrifice, mainly because I was told that I would have access to all the auditions and the meetings and general meetings with the studios, which were three hours away, which was really not helpful at all. But it was absolutely my choice to go on this adventure with the man I loved or believed that I loved, and also having that freedom to discover myself as an unemployed actress who thought she was going to be employed, and as a mother. That was a gift. It was really a good thing to channel that sort of frustration into future characters. Yeah. She's like, here, I'm a celebrity. There, people kept coming up in the grocery store and saying, why is your husband Austin from Southern Charm who ate Mr. Big? Why? Why? <laughs> and then the, we see the dad and he's like, hey, you like that ice cream, kid? Is it better than American? Or is American <laughs> ice cream better? It's like, oh, my God. Do, do they need this resentment from you? <laughs> no. So, yeah. So they're basically like they're at someone's house there in South Africa. And there's a lady who says... Sue, Ryan, how do you feel about this? And he goes, well, I'd be lying if I said I had no doubts because I just got promoted at work. Where do I work? Who knows? But I got promoted there, and it was a good opportunity, the goodest opportunity of all. But it's exciting because Quinn's excited, and and that's that's infectious, which is, by the way, a phrase I did use on our first date. I had to warn her. It was the only ethical <laughs> thing to say. Yeah, I so, said, you know, there's some infectious things in life. Herpes, COVID, sickle cell anemia. I don't really know if that's infectious, but also San Diego. <laughs> All right, so let's move. <laughs> Pack your bags. Uh, you know, it was real hard for me because I was just accepted into the Uber X division of Uber, which <laughs> I mean, that would have been huge. I, but I, I, I did just get an email saying that I was in the top five percent of Uber drivers, but that's fine. I mean, I'm sure I could drive it here in South Africa, no problem. No problem. Uh, and she's like, Well, Ryan and I are used to not agreeing. You know, that's life, but this is probably one of the things in life, you know, moving to Africa with two children. Oh but gosh. That's, you know, he's a good person. Look at him follow a man coming to do something a woman wants to do. Surely there's nothing in it for him. <laughs> so then we meet these wonderful realtors. It's this mother-daughter team, uh, Bianca de Villiers <laughs> or Villiers and Vera Hall. And the best part, so Bianca is the mother, Vera is the daughter, and basically Bianca's like, okay, my little daughter, you get to do one, you get to say one thing on this, and then it's mommy's turn. <laughs> Don't fuck this up, I trust you. So the daughter's like, Johannes Park is a bigger city in South Africa, and it's considered the city of gold for our mining history, and it it's not with the economic up of South Africa, but Louder, it's Vera, louder! Let the you people never, hear! You're never speaking again, twat. Never again! <laughs> That's not how you sell the city of gold. You don't say the city of gold, you little twat. You say the city of gold! <laughs> Make it sound like the city of mold there. Get out of here. You're not talking another, another sentence. All right, here's your granola bar. Stand over there. Mummy's got this now. <laughs> so Quinn's like, 
the most important thing for Ryan is finding his space and giving him that sense of Americanism. Basically, he wants to live in a giant Happy Meal box and have sports blaring all day and night while he eats chicken wings with his toes. Right. Now, is there any way that we can actually attach a straw that goes directly from his mouth to the nearest fast food establishment across the hemisphere? Do you know of a vending machine with ranch dressing in it? Because I'm telling you, he's going to need that. <laughs> Does this house come with a foam finger of some sort? <laughs> and right after she says that he needs his American comfort, it cuts to him in a Tommy Bahamas shirt. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's better, American potato chips or South African potato chips? Don't fuck this one up, kid, or your tiara is mine. <laughs> I just also love like the, the the haughtiness of Quinn saying that he needs a sense of Americanism. Like it's such a loaded term. Like you know that like Quinn and Bianca and Vera all just like looked at each other and nodded like this one. Am I right? <laughs> so um, Bianca Bianca goes so Ryan. Bianca hates Ryan by the way. Bianca is so judgy to him and so cold and passive aggressive. But like it's perfect because she says all the things we like that we feel. So she goes so Ryan. Well, sort of. What type of lifestyle are you looking for? Lazy, stupid, or bland? He's like, I believe in the three Bs. Boobs, balls, burgers. All right? <laughs> Find me those things and we'll have we'll be great tits, right? It's like slapping her on the butt. So then he goes, I'm used to I'm used to a little bit of space, okay? Like we'd love a we'd love a three bedroom space with two baths because I live with three girls, huh? Yeah, I just call my wife a girl. Yeah. Outdoor space is really important to us because I brew my own beer. It's like, okay. oh, jeez, of course <sighs> you do. One of the most annoying <laughs> qualities, one of the most annoying things that has ever popped up, is like garage breweries. <laughs> yes, I agree. Because you have to taste them every time you go over. It's like, hey, let's do it in my place. All right, let's taste my beer. <laughs> it was fermented with lots of hops. And yeast, and it was brought to a temperature of 35. Oh, shit, I left a sock in it. Well, that's just going to add some character. <laughs> that's what it's like. One of my best friends does this. So, and I know she doesn't support us, so whatever, lady. You're not going to hear this. <laughs> but she's big on this. She's like, yeah, I homebrewed. So, guys, uh, here's my big, dirty ice chest thing um, <laughs> it's always and, a ice chest. yeah it's been sitting in Dude. my garage for a couple of weeks it's just mold you know in a garage that i added some liquid to <laughs> let's drink it i'm like that's fuck no i'm not gonna drink that we're not we're Absolutely. never doing anything at your house again it just always tastes shitty it's just like it's cool it's like a science experiment and it's probably cool for them to get something that is close to a beer but it's like it's like if i said ronnie i just made some cheese it's like okay fine but rather just go get the real thing the only time i've ever liked like home brewing was when padma lakshmi went to milwaukee on taste the nation and she was flirting with a guy who was a home brewer and she's like <laughs> oh beer what's that <laughs> who did we steal beer from in this country <laughs> hmm? so is this your bath water or something that you pass off as a beverage love yeah. milwaukee yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. That This cemented it for me with Ryan. Yeah. Um, so Ryan's like, yeah, so I need a big place because I'm American. And, you know, girls, am I right? So three beds, two baths. And he tells us Quinn's passion is acting and she's going to be able to work her passion. So let's make it so we can both work in our... No, 
no, no, no, no, no. You, now no. you're not going to make this equal. Like, oh my no, God, you're doing what you love to do, so I can too. She's making the money, sir, and you are not, okay? <laughs> yeah, your little, you know, <laughs> your little cooler hooch is not going to be paying the bills, okay? You're not going to break into the South African beer market with that, okay? This is not a passion. This is a hobby. If it's a passion, you'd be working in the beer industry. <laughs> yeah. So, um... <laughs> Just- just not letting him have one, like not have one. No, I just like, hate no, this sir. guy. This guy was just such an ass. He was such an ass. So he's like, and you know, coming from San Diego, we're living near the coast. So it would be great if there was an ocean. They're like, oh, well. <laughs> Bi- oh. Bianca's like, okay, let me take this. So you want a pool to replace the ocean. Is that right? Because you're <laughs> too dumb to understand the difference. Well, I mean, it's dying anyway. Am I right? Hey, yeah, I can finally use straws again. Hey, come to my brewery where we drink. Drink homemade brews with straws. Uh, and yourself, Quinn, what is important to you? Obviously not an attractive man. <laughs> well, I'd like moving ready because I'm a lot more of a stickler when it comes to price. And so I'm looking at $800 a month and a lazy fuck who wants to ferment yeast in the backyard instead of making an effort. So, you know, <laughs> you do the math, ladies. And Bianca... <laughs> Bianca is so mean. She goes, and do you think that's an achievable? Because your budget does not match that. You know that, right? <laughs> you know yeah. your budget does not match those dreams. I love her because that's so true. It's like $800 a month. Seriously? A family of five <laughs> or four, rather? Family? $800? Now, I don't know what prices are like in South Africa, but still, a family of four wants a pool, wants enough space for to be able to do a home brewery, which is a complete extravagance. And then they are like, and it has to be three bedrooms, two baths, but only $800 a month. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Yeah, not going to happen. It's called a tent. Right. So house number one has a pool and two bathrooms, and there's a view of the city. So it's like this. It's a two bed, two bath, one private pool, $800 a month. Okay? So Quinn's like, oh my God, right on the money that I'm making he never's made. (laughs) All right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and this this like boxy yellow house and there's like flowers outside and Ryan's like oh the girls including my wife are gonna love all these flowers because girls like flowers am I right everyone am I right Bianca <laughs> come on Bianca laugh and Bianca's uh, Ryan goes yeah it's only two bedrooms and Bianca's like well you can't have your cake and eat it too and she's like oh, you haven't seen him with the cake all right <laughs> I've seen him have it eat it and fuck it all right all at the same time it's actually pretty amazing. <laughs> Well, you know, but there is a pool, a private pool at that mm, little shiny object for Ryan over there. Yeah. So, And it's a, just a hideous little place. It's awful. I mean, it, this is just terrible. It's like got the lady who just died there, left her furniture in there. You know, they, they've got the tile on the floor, but it's like at a diagonal. Oh, my God. I can't. It's horrific. It's so bad. And especially like it might be maybe OK if it came unfurnished and they could like make it nice but instead they're like this is the furniture that they'd be living with and uh it's like an old sitcom i, I don't know if they said that or if i thought that but it, it's like an old yeah. sitcom he said and i feel like a- i'm in an 80s sitcom which is of course you know the american thing to say which is also his personality <laughs> by the way he's like literally the second coming of alan thick yeah he's Best the gross piece. neighbor who's just always coming over you know? <laughs> i know he's like it's like if nurses even had someone like Charlie, he would be it. Like, he doesn't even get to be on empty nests. This so is what happened Ryan... to Larry from Three's Company. <laughs> it really is. So, um, 
right so there's a there's a galley kitchen which is actually one of the more normal parts of this place and he's like uh I don't like the kitchen being tucked away. I mean, I do most of the kitchen work and you know, I'll be coming out to bring the food to you like it's a restaurant or something. It's like it's a kids. If you cook the food, that's usually how it works. God like you, forbid you, you food, want to do something that even sounds like a job. I know. And and Quinn's like, "Well, well, you can put on your podcast and have your private time, which would actually be lovely because you wouldn't be talking. So you could do that." Oh, no, you know he talks to the podcast, and you know he doesn't listen with earphones when people are around either. Can you believe that? Can you believe this bullshit he just said? <laughs> You're wrong. You're wrong, sir. I, I feel bad for everyone who flew on the flight with him from San Diego to, to Johannesburg while he's got his headphones in watching the freaking dog movie. That dog is real funny. Are you going to watch this movie? It's good. You should really watch it. Sir, take your headphones out. Why are you yelling across this entire airplane? Oh, my God. That makes me so furious with Apple, the company Apple, because, you know, they took away headphones. And now, like, everyone has to have a dongle to have fucking headphones. So people on planes are just like, fuck it. I'm just going to listen to it. I don't have my dongle. So they just play their YouTubes or their TikToks, whatever the, whatever these kids yeah. are doing these days, just without their headphones. Oh, my God. That's what Ryan would be doing. Yes. Ryan, who is the reason. By the way, let's not forget the reason why he doesn't like this. This kitchen is because he can't have all eyes on him. He wants to have he wants to like be performing in the kitchen. So he's also in a and on top of everything else, he's an attention whore. Dude, everything they say about Ryan makes him more hateable. I mean, yes, he likes cooking for all family, but he needs to do that with an audience. Oh my god, what? Go away. <laughs> what? I mean, <laughs> and he tells I mean, us it's a show, baby. Oh, oh you know, he's got Guy Fieri like every episode <laughs> recorded. It's a show, babe. Sir, you're not the one on television right now, or hired to be on television, I right? should say. What he thinks he could be, you know? You could tell how he's acting. It's a show, yeah. baby. Yeah. How many things you can base on mayonnaise, you know? So, <laughs> tiny pool, so little pool, and he's like, well, wow, they must have really wanted a pool, because there's no yard left. And the other concern, <clears throat> home brewery, hello, this is not going to work. Quinn's like... Uh, well, he, yeah, he's like, where is the home brewery? She goes, well, I, I have no idea. I was sort of hoping that you had, when you said it, it was a little bit of a joke. It wasn't a real, a real requirement for a house. So <laughs> we do have a, a job market here. You understand that, right? Have you heard of that? <laughs> <laughs> I know where there's a good place for a home brewery back in San Diego. You can go. So they go look at the bedroom for the girls and it's this, there's a washer and dryer, or there's a dryer in there. Or a there's a dryer in the dryer. bedroom. Is there a washer? And, I don't know. I don't know maybe, if there's a washer there's and a dryer or what. I don't remember, but there's definitely a dryer, and the dryer is like perched up. It's like not even on the floor, right? Yeah. And Quinn, <laughs> who is like the queen of you know rose-colored glasses, is like, well, maybe it could be white noise for the children. You know, I think their father is enough white noise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not quite a laundry room, but it's close enough. That's. Close enough. That's the phrase you use for San Diego when you're talking about Hollywood, wasn't, wasn't it? Close enough. It'll do. Oh my God, honey! I just said the vows I wrote. <laughs> so then they go upstairs to the master or the primary bedroom, and uh, it's you know horrific. And I just wrote down a red chair. There was some sort of terrible red chair. <laughs> was like this, really bad. It, this place, please, please don't move into this space. It's yeah. Terrible. 
Um, I want $800 a month from you to burn this shit down. This place was horrible. <laughs> and Quinn's like, well, this has a nice, cozy South African feel. And he's like, oh, well, hopefully cozy South African feel doesn't mean tiny everywhere. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> it's only tiny if most of the space is used up for home brewing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, there's like a the shower is short. He's like, I can't even stand in here. He just does that thing. I hate when guys do that. They just become so defenseless. Guys were like, I could do anything, everything. No problem for me. I'm, I can take on the world. Oh, no. The ceiling is a little low. <laughs> so space for Ryan's home brewery may come with an even bigger sacrifice. The girl in the tiara. It's coming up right after this. <laughs> ah! So they're that, sacrificing their child for another bathroom. <laughs> for a brewery. They just... <laughs> so... <laughs> so, uh, so now we just see Quinn and Ryan walk in the street, and a lady walk, like runs up to Quinn and is like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Are you on Seven, seven Delon? Are you on Seven Delon? Oh my God. Can I take a photo? Can I take a photo? Ryan's like, Sure you can. God, I can't believe my beer already has such a great reputation out here. Now, this guy is annoying as hell, but we can't. We can't let Quinn off totally. Quinn's an asshole, too. She's doing house hunters, like, for her career. She's one of those, right? Like, I'm going to do house hunters, and it's going to take me places. Because in every interview they do of her, she's, like, clasping her hands, and she's, like, (laughs) kind of got her head tilted, and she's nodding about everything. Like, she's on the actor's studio, basically. Um, And she's like, now, there's a lot of layers. There are many, many layers as to why I wanted to come back here to South Africa. No, there's not fucking layers. You got a job. You got on a plane. Okay? Stop. She, she definitely directed Our Town for a local high school in yes. San Diego. Like the Encinitas, <laughs> Encinitas <laughs> High School production of Our Town. All right, I'm going to need you to really think about who is the narrator. Okay? I need to know this. Yeah. Oh, uh, so she's like, you know, oh, I miss South Africa and I miss my work. And I was just proud of her for not saying craft because that's what I was expecting. Oh, I yeah. just missed my craft. So the kids go check out a school and Ryan's bitching about what a change it is because, you know, San Diego is laid back and it's like a big bustling city. And I want to get into the beer business. That's my passion. And yeah, his lips are doing and too much. You called it. And once you called it, I couldn't not see it. It was a lot. And then Quinn says to Bianca, she goes, well, since I'm the breadwinner, actress, I'm kind of a stickler on the budget. And so I don't want the stress on a relationship that money or perhaps home brewing can cause. So Linda, then we hear Linda go, unfortunately, House One was missing the brewery space. Let's just pause for laughter from the audience. (laughs) The brewery space for Ryan. And while it came with a private pool, the house was lacking the, uh, American size Ryan was after. So here we go for house two. And Ryan's like, look, I know that we're asking for a lot with a little, so there will be compromises, but let's make a bit more of an effort, shall we, girls? <laughs> All right. And so Bianca says, well, we're going to look at another house that's a little smaller, but it's got the great brew space that you Americans are looking for, and I, I think that will work. Now, has anyone seen my daughter? The last I saw, she went running under a car, and we haven't been able to coax her out. <laughs> we just hear from the trunk, help, help, <laughs> get me out of here. He made me taste his beer. <laughs> Um, he's like two bedrooms we're looking for three all right one bathroom for me and three girls cops scared to death and bianca just goes oh dear 
<laughs> My God, this stupid idiot. She goes, Bianca says, well, it has two bedrooms and one bathroom and a pool, and the price tag will fit your poor, poor needs very perfectly. Seven fifty. Yeah, but, like, it's not even close, right? <laughs> so Quinn's like, but, you know, at least it's not old. Because he's like, it looks a little worn. Because this is another 80s house, you know? It's like 80s couches. The fan's even dirty. I mean, yeah. a dirty ceiling fan. That's bad. And Quinn goes, recessed lighting? I was like, I think someone was shooting off a gun in here. Okay? <laughs> I know. I think those are, like, actual, it's like a <laughs> minor house fire in those holes. <laughs> That's where the light's coming from. Yeah. So, um... Uh, so, so he's just like very unhappy and she's trying to sell it. Quinn is. She's like, well, I really like how it flows. It flows sort of like some of Edward Albee's greatest works. I, I, I am a fan. I'm, if I do say so myself, it's one of the gifts of being an actor is being able to expose yourself to these voices really enhance your life. He's like, well, I do like the table. Shut the fuck up. You're not going to move in somewhere based on a table, okay? It's like a thrift <laughs> store table, sir. And she goes, I know, baby. It's not what you're used to. I think she's got a savior complex. Like, yes. look at me, my big stupid American. Like, she's so glad to be back in South Africa where she can be like, see what I'm talking about, mom? See? <laughs> Well, you know, unfortunately, Ryan, we understand that this is not what you're used to, but but we couldn't find any houses that looked quite like a Burger King. <laughs> you can still say super saucy, but it doesn't really get you anything. He's like, damn it! <laughs> so, um, Ryan, so Ryan's like, I'm just, I'm used to some of our places that have like a big island in the kitchen, you know, and Bianca just looks at him, just looks like, how did you get into our country? Honestly. <laughs> I didn't know islands were an American thing. I, but well, I like that. This is Ryan. This yeah. is Ryan who says they are. Well, if they are, then I'm very proud of our country again. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, I love America. But I would be more proud if we started islands. I feel like we need something that we started. Well, we've started a lot of things. But, like, islands, started. that's pretty big. Kitchen islands. Yeah. So yeah. That's huge. That's so huge. Um, Quinn's like, yes, I do feel very I feel for you, honey. It's very different over here that way. We like to prepare our food, usually on the floor or, you know, in a, in one of the bathrooms. <laughs> it's like, wow, food prep. I know you I know you love your food prep, honey. But So um, there's, uh, and the, the kids' room has got like a big window and they just will have to bunk and everything. And Ryan's like, oh, man. And Quinn's like, well, but they're still very little. They're very, they're very little. And he goes, well, the thing about kids, though, they don't stay all at all. <laughs> you funny little lady. Funny, funny girl wife. <laughs> Not knowing growth. She's like, this is how I envisioned living in South Africa. I shared a room with my sister until my teen, so it makes sense to me. But he just says, cramped, cramped, and that's always the case. <laughs> I'll tell you what's cramped. Being in a 2014 Toyota, Toyota Focus driving all the way up to Hollywood to audition for a vacuum commercial that you never actually wound up getting because you wound up there too late. <sighs> So this one has a rain-type shower in the primary bathroom, so he loves that. And the bedroom's a little bit bigger, so he's into that. And he's like, oh, my God, this is the only bathroom? You know it's me and three girls in here. Ryan, how many times are they going to tell you it's a one-bathroom? Okay, they know. <laughs> they know it's going to be three girls. And by the way, I think the girls will be more scared of you because you know there's going to be butt hair all over that toilet seat every single day. 
exactly. And also, like, you'll figure it out. You'll just use the bathroom after someone. So then um, they, they do. This house actually does have a very lovely backyard and has like a garden. There's like nice bushes. There's a pool. So, of course, Ryan likes that. Finally, there's something that he seems to like. And in fact, Bianca goes, oh, well, look, we've managed to find something you like. Look, the big baby's happy for once. Yeah. Well, you know, my daughter was right about something. She said, Mom, put a chicken wing floating in the pool. And it works. <laughs> so then Ryan, there's like a there's like an outdoor structure. And he goes, hey, what do you call that hot thing? She's like, ah, it's called a it's called a lapa. It's called a it's called a not for Americans thing. <laughs> a lapa is a traditional garden structure that has a thatched roof. Thanks, Linda. So Ryan's like, oh, my God, I can put my brewery in there. Thatched roof. I'm into it, Linda. Hey, Linda, want to want to sit on my lap? Um, no, thank you. I'm fine here, Ryan. And he goes, he looks at it and he goes, yeah, definitely an Africa feel. And Quinn goes, that is where we are, baby. We're in Africa. I'm so sorry, Bianca. I'm so, so sorry. He's like, guys, I like the outside, but the inside, one bathroom. <laughs> I feel trepidation. He's seeing all the things that are wrong with it, but I see all the things that can work. I mean, he has he never dealt with a fixer-upper? I mean, I married one for crying out loud. <laughs> so he's like, after moving all the way around the world, I don't know if there's anything she can do to convince me that this is the right place. So he wants to see a place that's three bedrooms. So, of course, Linda chimes in. But extra space won't come cheap, dum-dum. Yeah. Well, when stardom came calling, Quinn packed up her seven-foot-tall toddler and her two other children and made the move. And she's like, yeah, I used to be on a popular soap opera. Bloody blah, coming back. I'm like, guys, this show is ten minutes long. We don't need this every every two <laughs> seconds. We know, Quinn. We know. The show the show has had quite a cultural impact here in South Africa. We've had many cameos. We had Marissa Tomei's assistant's friend came on once. And also, um, I believe Meryl Streep once said that she had not heard of it, but she looks forward to someday hearing of it. And then when we said, we're talking about it right now, she said, excuse me, I'm Meryl Streep. I must be going somewhere else, anywhere other than here. Well, I had to compromise a lot. I had to give up my job. Oh, God, every time my phone buzzes, I think, God, hopefully it's a fair. And it's not. So hopefully coming this way, she'll compromise for me. It would make me feel comfortable with this big transition. Oh, my God. You know, her life is a compromise for you. Okay, every time she has to look at your Tommy Bahama shirt, she is compromising everything she has wanted in her life. Yep. And, so, they, and the two of them, by the way, before they go to the next house, we see them at like a brewery and they're just sitting at the bar and she just looks like she's regretting everything. She's like, is this really is this really how I'm going to like launch myself back into stardom with this guy? And so she's just trying to maybe find the spark again with him and they're drinking. And he's like, well, here's a Pilsner. She's oh, what makes it a Pilsner? Like, uh, it's from the Czech area from Pilsen. Pills it's and like, oh, oh yeah. how, what interesting effects you've got, honey. Do you like it? Oh, it's so nice. It's fruity. Look, it's your dream, baby. Look around here. It's a brewery. Now just live deep inside the person who makes this beer. It's like, all right, Meryl Creep, drop it. This is my segment. <laughs> Bianca just pops up. For the right fee, we can get rid of him. 
No one will know. <laughs> uh, so he's like, I'm generally a positive person. No, you're not. No, you're fucking not a generally positive person. Okay, you haven't been positive for two minutes in this whole episode. He's like, <laughs> but I, I'm getting worried. If I have to compromise as much as she wants, it might lead to me being not very happy. Yeah, he's like, it's going to be hard for him to keep up with the positivity. And, um, and meanwhile, by the way, he's still talking about like that this is going to be, he's going to turn brewing in the garage into his full time job. And that uh, he goes, he's saying to her at the bar, he goes, he's like, I'm going to try to get into the brewing industry here so I could be working with my passion. And it just, you just see the bartender just staring at them like, oh God. Oh, God. <laughs> Send him back to America, please. <laughs> but let's go to house number three. It's the best of both worlds. However, affordability is a challenge. <laughs> and uh, she's so bitchy. I love her. So <laughs> this is a gated community, and it has double garages. Okay, And he's like, oh, my God, a garage, one for brewing. Thank you, Bianca. Yeah, Bianca, yes. Oh, so one for brewing, that means one car. I guess your wife will be driving you everywhere, won't she? <laughs> won't she? So this one is a thousand. And Quint's like, holy moly, what am I, television star? That's way over budget. <laughs> he goes, it is what we asked for, though. So they walk in, and it's got like a big open concept, and it's, it's unfurnished. And Ryan's like, even though it's unfurnished, you can put your touch on it, little lady. <laughs> you can do that, and I'll put the beer in the garage. Well, this one's, like, way the nicest, right? It's yeah. the newest, obviously, so it's nicer in that way. But it's also just, I mean, it definitely is more American, right? It's open spaces, hardwood floors, like, you know, smooth, clean countertops, you know? Yeah. So, um, she's... No appliances, though. No, no oven, appliances, no... right. And it's another yeah. galley kitchen, so he's not going to like that. And they walk into the galley kitchen, and then the mom goes, well, this is more open, right? No, it's still <laughs> the damn galley kitchen. I mean, the house is nicer, though. Well, this is, this is definitely... Uh, this is much more open, sort of, must be like your mindset when you decided to marry this man, right? So... Quinn I like, like how Ryan's like, well, well, one thing I'm noticing is there's a big gap here between these drawers and those drawers. And she's, well, that's for appliances, you big fucking <laughs> idiot. Did you think that was a glass oven? Just see right through it. <laughs> that's so, where Sleeping Beauty comes over to take her 20-year-long naps. Right. I'm serious, Queen. I've got a knife in the back. This could be our little secret. <laughs> So Quinn's like, oh my god, appliances to you, as they say in America, chiching, chiching, what a bummer. Oh wow, there's two outside areas here. He's like, and the healing, the ceilings are high, so it has that open feel. <laughs> She's like, Quinn goes, well, you would be very happy here. I mean, for me, it's a little modern and boxy, and I'm looking for a little more South Africanisms and more furnished and less American husbandy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, here we have the family back. Who told you you could speak? <laughs> back in the trunk, girl. So, um, uh, yeah, they're in the bathroom and there's like dolphins. And he's like, yeah, the girls are going to like those dolphins. That's for sure. Girls, they're so stupid. Right, and the uh, girls love eating boogers. All right, can we get over the dolphins? So they go into the <laughs> primary, and there's a wall of closets. And she's like, oh, my God, closet space. I wonder if we put 
dishes in one of these and pressed a button if the dishes would be done. That would be amazing, actually. <laughs> She's like, oh, very American style, baby. Very American style. And it's kind of funny because Quinn is pretty condescending to Ryan about being an American. Like anything that has like, like, like a, an inch of space. Like, oh, well, isn't this rather American? An excess of space. <laughs> yes. And he's like, well, after moving across the world, it would be nice to feel at home. Oh, my God. Just find a fucking Chuck E. Cheese to live in, sir. <laughs> so they go outside. And um, there's like a, it's, a, it's a nice backyard. Uh, it's like a, it's walled in, a nice little lawn and everything. And Bianca's like, sufficient garden for the girls to play. Mm, that wasn't really a question. That was me just stating something in a question form. <laughs> this is fine for you. Here's what I meant to say. And he's like, well, I don't see a pool. And she's like, oh, you don't see a pool where there is a pool. It's just over this wall. It's called a shared pool. He's like, oh, oh. my God, back to the pool. You know what? <laughs> I finally climbed my way out of that Uber pool, and they're bringing me back. <laughs> if you want to get to the pool, you just have to climb up this wall. Just climb. Here's a ladder. Climb all the way to the tippy top. Vera, push. Push him right now, Vera. <laughs> now you see that little platform of knives? Drop onto it. <laughs> uh. So um, he's like, well, I really want our own pool, but at least there's one for us to get wet in. Oh, do you think they'll mind if I brew beer in the pool? God, trust me, your neighbors wanted you to have your own, too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's acting <laughs> He's acting as if he's not going to be the worst part of this place. Because you know that that guy is the guy who's at the pool all day on a work day with his own plastic cut from Big Lots filled with, you know, a homemade pina colada or some shit with like a little paper umbrella in it. Yeah, 100%. So, um, so now uh, they're done looking at this house. Linda says, when Quinn was offered the chance to reprise her role on a South African soap, she was eager to return home. And then Ryan says, yeah, she got her role back on Seven Delon. Ten years later, dum-dum. Can't believe it. This one. <laughs> Took her ten years to get her role back. Oh, my God. <laughs> so they start. Now they're in another brewery, right? Yeah, I think now it's time to start, like, discussing yes. the, uh, the houses. Yes. Um, so then they're, like, walking around. And she's like, we have a big decision to make, lovey. He's like, yeah, we do. Am I going to be happy or am I going to be sad? <laughs> House one was on a budget, and or was on budget and furnished, but it didn't have an American size for dum-dum over there. <laughs> Two was most affordable, and it did have a brew space, but it was even smaller than one. And three finally had the size to make Ryan comfortable, but the cost concerned Quinn, the one who's actually working for a living. It's like, whoa, Linda, whoa, Linda. <laughs> Unfortunately, this beautiful house that was just slightly over budget was just perhaps too expensive for, for someone who maybe forgot that she took a role from someone who worked very hard from it. <laughs> so I just, I wrote, she's going to get him house three. She's going to be a sucker and she's going to get him the big house or he's going to mope and whine around for the next 10 years of her life while That's he's cheating on too. her. Cause you know, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna cheat on her and then been like, be like, but I moved all this way. I was lonely. I did this for you. That's exactly right. And so now he's like, well, I think it's pretty obvious which one we're not going to live in the yellow house. It's like, okay, 
uh, which is actually a good choice because it was horrific. And then they set up for to do like a little picnic thing. And Quinn has a bottle of wine. And she's like, you know, it's not all about the space in Africa. I really feel like that cottage house has so much of what so much of what our family would be happy with. Yeah, and Ryan's like, yeah, but only two bedrooms and one bathroom? Now, think back to that modern place. We're going through a big transition. I'm moving far. And that two-car garage reminds me of San Diego. You know what they say, San Diego, city of garages. (laughs) She's like, but honey, it's over budget. He's like, but I'm willing to sacrifice the pool. Come on! (laughs) She goes, okay, well, honey... I'm going to do an acting exercise on you right now. And I really feel like the cottage is the way to go because you get one of your brewing spots that you'll probably give up in two months when you realize it's a stupid thing to do for a stupid man. And please just take a sip of this wine that I perhaps poisoned and think about it. And I think that's the house that we should go with. House number two. House number two. And he's like, okay, you can have what you want. I was shocked. I I know. I was shocked. Where did that come from? You know, Quinn, Quinn is really the one who's like the bigger. I think Quinn is like, come to Australia, all set up, all be the breadwinner. You won't have a job. I'll make you miserable in a tiny house where you're sharing a bathroom with three ladies and you'll be back to America in about five minutes. I think she's probably planning on lily padding to like one of the actors on the show or something. Good for you. Oh, girl. yeah. Well, I mean, she I, I, I don't know what she put in that drink because he was like, I don't want to compromise. I've already compromised enough. Have a little bit of drink of this, honey. I don't want to. <laughs> we'll take the second house. That's great. I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. So they love it for whatever yeah. reason. And um, he's like feeding the kids. He's like, what do you want for breakfast? And one of them's like, a cake. The tiara one, of course. A cake. That's what you get for giving her a tiara. That is what you get. <laughs> That's exactly right. So now they feel like their life is complete. And he's like, yeah, you know what? It's working out. We're having fun. Yes. And, and you know, going back to work has been a has been a little bit of an adjustment, um, you know, because I go into work and turns out uh, I'm a what they call a production assistant, not actually reprising my role. So that's a bit of an adjustment, but I enjoy <laughs> it as a life experience. He's like, well, I would add a bath for toilet and for privacy. Well, yeah, that's generally what what you get in those. She's like, well, we can eat a compost bin in the backyard. <laughs> I know that was a little South African joke. All right. He goes, I brewed some beer already. And if there's one thing I could do this house, oh, yeah, let's have some privacy. Well, anyway, the good news is uh, the beer it worked out. The bad news is I'm facing three felony poison charges. Uh <laughs> Vera didn't make it, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I want to see if they're still married. Seven Delon cast. Okay, let's see cast. It's uh, and you know it's Delon is D E L A A. It's space L. Oh yeah, I came up in the Googs. Okay, yeah, so I don't I think she's search. still on. Oh, you did. What did you find out? No, I just, I just, I think I just looked about. I looked up the show because she was on. I think did I look? I think I looked it's up Quinn her, Brown. When I yes, first watched this is this. Quinn she was Brown. Like, I was Santa part of the original Quinn. casts. Yes, well, her headshot for it is still like a black and white one, which is very 90s. Um, so I hope she lasted. Oh, I mean, she's best known for her roles in the films Uma the Slim Kind, Sedona's Rule. Okay, divorce. That's what I want to know. Quinn Brown. <laughs> I'm going to just do a word search in her wiki for divorce. Divorce. Hmm. Maybe Ryan's just a guy that she hired, you know, That's to. Right. 
to, to she just cast Ryan, and it just was not the the actor she was hoping for. Oh my god! I guess they're still together. Well, I shocking. didn't call that one. I thought I think it's shocking. Leave him. I'm gonna write her fan mail. It says fan mail and like put little hearts on it. And then when she opens, it says just leave that pig. Leave him. He's cheating on you. <laughs> He's wasting your money on craft beer. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody, this was a fun one, Ben. It was great. It was so funny. Um, thanks everyone for listening. There's gonna be more dwell hello. Our final dwell hello of our dwell hello season is gonna be next week. But of course, you can listen to all the ones that we've already done. And you can listen to us on Watch What Crappens and. Uh, season one of Dwell Hello is available on Stitcher On Demand. So just do some Googling and you'll be able to find that. Bye, everybody. We love you. Bye. Bye.